0: Welcome to Lead Up for Women. Speak up to lead up with Colleen Biggs. Are you ready to lead without permission and take the steps needed to live your best life? Whether you want to start the business of your dreams or celebrate your present and future accomplishments, you're definitely in the right place. Now, here is your host, Colleen Biggs. Hello, my friends, and welcome back
1: to Lead Up for Women, Speak Up to Lead Up. I am your host, Colleen Biggs, as usual, and I just want to welcome you to our show. How has your week been? I mean, we are in, what, uh, 15 days into the new year, and I'm curious as to how your New Year's resolutions are going. I, on the other hand, do not have New Year's resolutions uh, because I feel that every day, is a do-over <laughs> today's Wednesday and it's wellness Wednesday. And so I look at it as instead of um, setting these enormous goals, just because it's the beginning of the year, You know, we all have business plans we put together for our businesses. We all have goals that we're working on. I say we can go ahead and jump on and we can have these goals for ourselves and we can work toward these goals and necessarily maybe not have a time limit on them if we don't need them. So I would love to keep that fluid and lucid for those um, that are on the phone. And um, if you have a, a, um, a resolution that you're working on or a goal that you want to share, you can always reach us at info at leadupforwomen.com. And I would love to to hear from you. And today we have some amazing guests. We have Laura Marcos, who is an in, intuition educator, intuitive educator. And then we also have Vicki Chatini. And I love her her tag. She's helping a million people reach financial freedom because she uh, found herself in a really tough place at at one point, um, which uh, I can relate with you, Vicki. And uh, so I want to welcome both of them. If you guys would both say hi. Hi, everybody. Great. Thank you. Hi, everyone. So, we have, um, so we're live on Facebook. So, anyone who's listening through the podcast or listening through Voice America, please feel free to jump on live on Facebook if you'd like to make a comment um, or ask a question. We will also post additional information here on how you can reach Laura and how you can reach Vicki after the show. And today, we're going to be talking about how failure is not an option. Ah uh, both of these ladies have had some trials and um, and both of them have have been on their journey uh, to wealth. And um, both of them are also joining me on March twentieth and the twenty first in LA at the best U Expo. So you will notice over the next couple of months, we're going to be having some amazing ladies with great stories on the radio to talk with us a little bit about their journey and talk with us um, about them presenting at the Best You Expo so we can get everybody excited about going. I had uh, Bernardo Moya uh, was interviewed last week. He's the founder of the Best You Expo. And we talked with him a little bit about why he had created it. And he's really intently about purposeful connections and people just having the forums to uh, celebrate, to educate, to learn, to come together as community. He makes it extremely affordable. Right now, uh, you can get free tickets uh, and through our newsletter. All you have to do is go online and click on our newsletter. You can get free tickets uh, through me for the event, uh, and you can also become a speaker and and, uh, an exhibitor, if you're interested, so we're, we're all three of us are going to be their speakers and exhibitors. So I want to uh, jump in quickly and uh, start with Laura because, um, Laura, you were first on my list. There really isn't a Whoa. reason why I'm starting. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I'm really excited about your theme uh, that failure is not an option. Uh, I'm getting a flashback to when I had uh, just uh, announced uh, to some of my peers that I'd be leaving the school system. And one of the teachers turned to me and she goes, well, you know, if you fail, you could always come back. And I remember the language just being so strange. I was like, "Fail." there's no failing yeah. it's just an adventure there's no absolutely no failing so so glad that you you picked this theme because I'm right on board we're all on an adventure we're all on, in this yeah. together we're all here to shine a light and help each other go home to ourselves you know because we really what, what do we really want most uh, it's a feeling yeah a feeling. and And we're on our own individual journeys. I love that you said that, that we're on a path
1: and we're all on our individual journeys. And so, you know, that's what Lead Up for Women stands for is we're all on an individual journey and community is where we're able to help lift each other and not compete with each other. You know, here it's about lifting each other and supporting each other because we are all doing exactly what our assignment is and why we're here and what our purpose is. So why not help each other out? you know, gives a sister some love. That's the way I think about I it. love, so, it. love, so it. Are, I love so it. I love it. love it. You know, I remember when I left corporate, I just have to share this real quick before we get into your your journey. And um, they said, they literally said to me, I remember one of the gentlemen saying to me, well, you know, you always have a home here if you want to come back. And I was like, I don't think I want to come back. Not that I didn't enjoy my 17 years here. It's that I'm moving on to, do, to take my path and my journey now, and, and I'm done here, and I'm moving on, you know, and, and going down a different path. And so, uh, as much as I appreciate that, um, I don't think I need, need that. And uh, so, very exciting to have you share your journey. So, talk to us a little bit about how your journey started, because you came from New Jersey, where I'm from, and um, so we're from the East Coast. Hoorah. So tell me a little bit about um, your journey, Laura, and
2: how you became an intuitive healer. Well, I am an inner city kid. I grew up outside New York City and I was, my parents were immigrants and they said, you got to work really hard and you got to prove yourself. So I learned to define myself by my accomplishments, like so many, Mm -hmm. you know, so straight A's, honor roll certificates, a full scholarship to college, Excel, 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 landed my first corporate job and I was miserable. You know, the, the bit, a deep sense of betrayal set in that I got all these A's for, for something I just didn't understand, you know, 401k. And a two-week vacation working for someone I really didn't believe in. Mm -hmm. So just kind of very much connected to my own existential depression, I said, my life needs to have meaning. So uh, my mom gave me some good advice, and she said, well, why don't you uh, become a school counselor? And I had resisted taking her advice for me to become an educator since I was a little girl, but I was finally ready to hear mom. (laughs) I went back to school, got my master's in counseling, uh, studied addiction, and ever since then, I'd really been studying the healing process, right? So I went on to go uh, for 12 years working at, for at, with at-risk teens and their families. I couldn't do enough for those kids, so I was uh, very quickly running self-esteem groups after school, uh, teaching an experiential leadership class every day, uh, doing polls, prompts, fundraisers, and all of that. And um, the system you know, had a way of impacting me to go in my shell, So after a while, I stopped taking on so much, not because of the kids, but because of a response to the system. So I I put myself kind of in a bubble, you know, so that I really every day just focused on the kids. I made a beautiful blue office uh, with postcards from all over the world and art to inspire kids to have conversations with me. And uh, and. And one day, you know, literally, I was just designing. I was always creating content, too, by the way. By, I started writing content when I was 26. I wrote curriculum for at-risk kids, uh, tons of things that I did, honestly. And I wanted to do a meditation program for the school. And when we saw the meditation program as an interruption to test-taking preparation, I, when I went back in my office and I sat down, it was like my heart broke open. And uh, I just felt like so at peace. And it was like this waterfall came over me. And I said, oh, I'm leaving my job. It never had occurred to me in my life, you know, that I was going to leave because I was so much the avatar of a school counselor. I just loved you know, doing what I did. I never imagined that I'd be there my whole life. And I just learned that a lot of the things and the practices that I was doing with the kids was naturally helping my intuitive development and also what is it and how do, how do you help people tap into their own? So I imagine I I worked with thousands thinking to myself, okay, how can I walk with them? How can I, uh, Help them make their own decisions. So it was kind of a process, and then I really just started to get into flow states and start writing a lot of content. So I I, I did a really ballsy, unexpected move. I left my paycheck. I left my pension. I kind of you know my parents were shocked. I mean I think a lot of people were like, "What is happening here?" But it was a uh, really kind of liberating. And then I, I kind of uh yeah, I just started working in the schools. I you know have been a uh, really uh, working a lot with some some inner city schools in New Jersey like Hoboken and Jersey City but then what happened is it was so big for me to leave my job I googled uh, how do you get into the Grand Canyon and because uh, yeah, it was epic for me I'd never gone and I, I read Sedona or Vegas and I said well Vegas is out, I've been there whatever this other place is, I book a flight an Airbnb, I get a car rental and for whatever reason I didn't do any research which was you know, unusual even for me, the level of spontaneity that I embraced to just come to be in a flow state. So I made no plans, did no research, never even saw a picture of Sedona until I pulled up on 179 and got the, out of the car and said, oh my goodness. And it was as if, you know, Moses came out of the sky. I tell people all the time, I was 39 years old and I felt the 40 coming up and I was like, I'm going to be 40 and Moses is going to be with me. And this is amazing. And I'm and, it's, and I decided that day to move to Sedona and it was, you know, just really such a big intuitive hit. So I just been practicing a lot of techniques and the more I study and the more I read, because I've also studied a lot of different healing modalities. But um, the more I study, like I'm doing things that are thousands of years old. I'm doing practices that, you know, have been passed on by, by mystics in all religions. So why not put that into an experience? Because I know kids don't remember anything that they learn from, a lecture. You have to give them an experience. So I've really been deeply motivated, as you know, from meeting me a few times uh, that uh, I want to create an experience. So I want to keep getting better and better. You know, I have a, I still have that little girl achiever in, in me that's always looking to grow. So at this point, I think I have about 19 workshops, uh, a three-day retreat that I recently curated and uh, looking to uh, take my work online this year so that I could reach more people in different parts of the country because I've been working in the school systems.
1: Mm-hmm. That's really I mean, yeah, I just inspirational, Laura. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's very inspirational. And so I would ask you, because I get this question a lot, and we have this conversation on the radio um, many, many, many times over, which is women that talk to us about how they left what they were doing to pursue uh, what it is that they, um, their heart was pulling toward them. And sometimes it was undeniable. Like when you were sitting there and you just felt that wash and then you thought, okay, I I'm quitting my job. I didn't think I'd ever quit my job. I'm quitting my job. So I would ask the question to you, which is the question I get all the time. How do you know? And then, It's the fear that sets in. So can you remember any emotional feelings during the time when you felt the waterfall and then the fear sets in like, and then how am I going? This is the biggest thing everyone asks. How am I going to survive and make money to be able to do what it is that I want to do?
2: Well, you know, that's a fantastic question. And for me, it, it was so loud and clear that I was at peace. It was, uh, you know, I, I, I talk about this in intuition, it, you can't control it. Yeah. You know, you can't, you know, you don't seek it, it comes through you. And the feeling of peace was yeah. so loud and so clear that I was like, oh, there was nothing to think about. I actually had no deliberation, and the same thing with Sedona, more or less. I mean, that was a. I had a little bit more fear set in after making the initial decision of saying, hey, you know, I'm going to move to a place where I know no people, or I'm from a city kid from outside New York. I'm going to move to the mountains of the desert. You know, it's just, but it made so much sense that it felt like um, it, it was really like just a yeah. There was complete alignment because I honestly just I just jumped. Yeah. And that's,
1: that's a real, I love, I love that you say, you know, it's complete alignment because that, that was how I felt, you know, very peaceful. Like I, I have been a crazy budgeter my entire life. I have the, you know, the money all figured out all the time. And certainty is the number one, you know, communication uh, need for me. And, um, you know, it's, it's almost like I didn't it wasn't a it wasn't a thought I, I didn't think about it i was at peace with what i was doing and knew that everything would just be taken care of and i would be okay and i have miracles and miracles and stories after stories of how that's happened and you do you do too and so i think the message we can send today just in that that a small piece of information of how your journey has gone is that when you know you know and Take the step, take you know, don't don't do it, um, do it out of peaceful knowing that you're stepping into your assignment or you're stepping into what it is that you're built and meant to do and leave your mark on this earth. And you touch so many, so many people, women and men. Um, I have attended one of your events, so maybe you could tell, Tell our audience a little bit about your events. You know, how often are you doing them in a year? Where are they being held? How, what What could somebody expect?
2: So I uh, just curated my first uh, Activate Your Sixth Sense Retreat in mm-hmm. Sedona. And it was a three-day experience. I have eight modules, but I think the next one, I'm going to go deeper with the first five and then curate a whole other experience for the last three modules. But it's a journey to the intuitive self. So what I really do is I try to engage in the vocabulary, help people understand and create their own definitions if they like. I'm going to make offerings, right? What it, What's the vocabulary of intuition? What are these teachings that you want to kind of have a grasp of so that we're seeding? We're going to seed mm-hmm. uh, through an experience and creating a group flow state. Uh, right here in my beautiful home in Sedona, I got Thunder Mountain right outside. Uh, I live on a quiet street here that I have five bedrooms, so there'll be a couple that I'll be able to offer to some of the, the guests that come, but really what they can expect is to have an opportunity to go deeper in themselves than maybe they have just yet and to feel safe, to feel supported, to feel stimulated, and uh, really leave with tools that I hope, as is my intention, I've used this language with you before, but it is really my intention to help Uh, create teachings and insights that you're going to remember more than your entire college education. That is what I'm kind (laughs) of looking for here, people, because, you know, I I really, I'm a poster child of academia. I'm a summa cum laude, and I really felt I was missing what was the most important thing. I was not happy. I was actually depressed. I was actually suffering from all sorts of uh, existential anxiety. So I'm going to be doing my retreats. Once uh, or twice a year. At this point, I'm maybe thinking just once a year. The next one's going to be May 16, 17, and 18. And if uh, the audience wants to text Alchemy to 64600, they can actually get my easy card, my digital business card, which has links to testimonials. The, uh, on my website, you can see all the courses that I offer in schools. Um, I'm going to be launching online. So people want to stay connected to me, you know, find me on Instagram or uh, Facebook at activate your inner alchemist. And I think that th- that'll help them uh, just get a sense of me, the work that I've been doing. And if they'd like to follow along, cause I'm sure I'm going to have all sorts of offerings coming in 2020. Okay.
1: Thank you, Laura. So you guys are listening to Laura Marcos and she said, you want to text alchemy, which is a L C H A M Y. Did I spell that right? Alchemy is A L C H E M Y. E M Y. Oh, my goodness. No spell check on the writing today. A L C H E M Y. You want to text that to 64600. And then yeah. you will, instead of in our Zoom group chat, if afterwards you'll go out on Facebook and go to, um, or on break and you want to go out and put that in uh, the comment section on the live video that's running or afterwards and then share as much information as you like about that. I can attest to all of, all of what she is saying. Um, it's for everybody. So if you're not sure if it's for you, you, you need to go. I think that's the person that really needs to go because it becomes like a little bit of a wake up call of understanding that you don't have to push and pull with the universe so much you, you, sometimes you just have to slow down and stop and listen and listening to that intuition. It you know How many times have we said, oh, I should have, right? I knew I should have. I should have just listened to my gut on that one. We have all said that five, six, seven thousand times. So here's an opportunity for you to go to learn how to really deepen that sense and listen so that you can make the right decisions and not have to keep course correcting or decide that that wasn't the right decision in the first place and uh so what Laura's doing is is phenomenal we're going to go to a quick break but in two minutes when we come back we're going to continue talking to laura and about what she has coming up this year and what she's most excited for and where she's going to be at the best you expo and when all right laura we'll be right back with you two minutes you guys hold on there
2: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
1: If you could do anything you wanted for work, what would that be? Do you feel that you are tapping into your greatest potential as a leader in business? What are you waiting for? Lead Up For Women is the perfect organization for you to meet other women that are either at the same crossroads and understand your struggles, or they have paved the way for you to move past those hurdles quickly. Lead Up For Women provides the platform for women to connect, influence, and lead. The world needs you to be the most confident you because you just might be the one that changes the world and you don't even know it yet. Remember, there is only one you that has ever been and there is only one you that will ever be. So be you and be strong. Join us today at leadupforwomen.com.
0: It's your world. Motivate, change, succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. you are listening to lead up for women speak up to lead up to reach the show today please call 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 you may also send an email to info at leadupforwomen.com now back to this week's show
1: Hey there. Welcome back. You are still listening to Lead Up for Women, Speak Up to Lead Up, and I am your host, Colleen Biggs. We're so glad you're back and joining us because we have been talking with Laura Marcos, and we are getting ready to start our um, interview with Vicki Shatini. But I wanted to finish up with Laura and have her talk a little bit with us about if any of you missed the first part, she was talking about her Activate Your Sixth Sense um, retreats that she does in Sedona, which is where she lives now. She's putting all of her information um, online, but if you want to know more information, you can text ALCHEMY, which is A-L-C-H-E-M-Y, to 64600. That's ALCHEMY to 64600, and then you'll be in the loop with her. You'll be able to get her digital business card, and then you'll be able to learn more about her retreats and connect with her and find out where she's going to be, which is what I'm gonna ask her now. So you're having workshops all over. So please, please, please share with us where are you going to be this year and how
2: can people find you? My goodness, Colleen, I also wanna just say thank you right here again for giving me this opportunity to share. It's so nice. You're doing such a great job uh, as, a, as a host of this phenomenal podcast that I'm an honored uh, to be a part. But uh, I thank do you. workshops in schools. So if somebody, you know, obviously a lot of parents going to be listening to this. I live in Sedona, Arizona, but uh, anywhere within a, you know, two hour driving range would be very reasonable. So if there's any parents listening to this that would like to further look into my work and have me come, I do parent workshops and teen workshops. So I have anti-bullying work that I do. That's phenomenal. Again, always very interactive and experiential. Uh, But where I'm really looking to go is to launch online. So I want to uh, take, because I have a series of eight courses uh, for parents and a series for teens, but I'm going to start with the parents online. So that's going to be what, one of my goals, hopefully towards the end of February, because I'll also be traveling this uh, in, in a week, in a little over a week, I'll be flying back to New Jersey for a little while because I'll be doing workshops for Jersey City and Hoboken again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I go there every year and it's, it's always an honor uh, to be in the inner cities where, where I'm from. Okay, great parents. Did you hear that? So if
1: uh, your children are in school or like me, I have a a school that's right here in my community and I'm uh, connected with them and uh, the leaders in my community. So I'm very happy to share uh, that Laura is a resource for them and that she can come and teach Uh, they're always looking, schools are always looking for teachers that can come and teach on anti-bullying and just helping the children. And uh, I got to meet one of her previous students. She actually was at the last uh, retreat that Laura had that I participated in. And um, one of her students that she had taught many, many, many years ago was there. And she was just so in awe with what Laura was teaching and saying how much that every, everybody needs uh, what Laura teaches and especially students that are young, young children and in the schools, teenagers, as well as young ladies, young women uh, really need uh, that, um, that practice. So thank you uh, for sharing your information today, Laura. It was such a pleasure having you. So please stay on with us uh, so you can still be in the conversation with us as we welcome our next, Our next guest. Oh, one thing I forgot to ask you, uh, Laura, is do you know which day you're speaking at the
2: Best You Expo? Oh, my goodness. Yes, I am speaking on the Saturday, which is March 21st at noon in Passion for Profit. So if we want to learn how to tap into our intuition to make money uh, or job related decisions, I'll be doing a special exercise for that. That's wonderful. Um, thank you for
1: sharing that. I uh, I will also share that I'm speaking on the 21st. I, you know, they moved me twice, so I hope I get this right. I think I'm speaking at 3.30 in the Women Empowerment Room. Uh, nice. So I'm very excited to um, to be in that room and, and have some conversations uh, with some ladies and, and talk about how we can show up in the world authentically as us. You know, that's the most important thing in shedding those layers and just being us from the gut, right? So that's who you are, Laura. Vicky, you are too. And Vicky went from, you know, Vicky, I'm going to botch this up. So just (laughs) hang in there with me. But Vicky, what I read about Vicky and uh, she was introduced to me because she is a Best You Expo speaker. And I've been blessed to meet so many strong women and hear their stories of uh, what they're going through and um, them speaking. And so I was able to meet to meet Vicki over the phone, and we had a, a short conversation. But what I love is her grit and her drive because Vicki went from um, having a regular. Uh, you know, life. Uh, I like to say I relate to her because I also went through kind of that empty nester stage when my children grew up and grew and moved out. I was like, well, I'm a mom. So now what am I? Yeah, I had a very successful career in corporate America, but still my identity seemed like I was a mom and I felt lost, like I didn't have anything else left. So of course she decided to build her wealth moving closer to her daughter, her only daughter, so she could be with her and wound up homeless. This is where the point where I want you to explain the situation of what happened in your life that you went from, I would say, a regular normal life, which is probably 90% of America, where you're on the wheel, maybe you're getting a salary, you're in corporate America, you have a job, right? And you decide you want to do something different. How do you go from that to moving to homeless to um, and now being a real estate mogul, how does that happen, Vicky?
3: I think I was just tired. I mean, the emptiness syndrome—it was really, really difficult. And and honestly, up until it happened to me, I never really believed in the emptiness syndrome. I just thought it was just something out there, and you just kind of would get depressed. Mm-hmm. But it was horrible. It was horrible. I mean, breathtaking, like and, and not in a good way. Like somebody just punched me in, in the gut and just took all the breath away. So um I I felt like I needed a change. I was like I, I couldn't I couldn't cope. That was that was it. And I needed a complete different change and I needed something else like to focus on because my whole life, you know, she was my focus. She was my focus and I've done so many things in life and I I've done well. And then at that point, you know, financially I was not doing well. And when she left, it was just like that hollow feeling. I can't even explain it, but it was just horrible. And I remember thinking to myself, you know, why you get this is because all the other time when people kept saying about their emptiness,
2: mm-hmm.
3: I didn't think it was really a big deal. Why? Cause my daughter was right there. But when it happened to me, it was beyond, um, I, yeah, I just couldn't function. Yeah. So I had to do something.
1: Yeah, I think I remember feeling like my heart was breaking for real. Yes. Like in half. Isn't that awful to, to say that? Because they're not dead. They're still alive. But I actually have to tell you that because I think you talked about, did you move, did you move to Virginia? Or you talked, I don't, know, I don't remember if it was Virginia, but I actually moved a daughter to Virginia, left her there. And came back. And I remember feeling on the plane like I had just left a part of me, like a part of me was ripped out of my body. And I didn't know how to explain that to anybody. Um, But I just cried and cried and cried and cried. And it's not like she was gone. You know, she she's just she's still in America. She's just several, you know, states away. But um, but when that's all you've really leaned into and known and perfected and become. All those years, it's almost like when you're in corporate America, if you have this amazing career and you've perfected and become that, then you identify yourself with who that is. Your worth is what you do for a living and how much you make for a living. Yep. And that's hard for people to separate themselves from. So let's talk a little bit about how you went through that, um, that struggle. How did, you, how did you become homeless and then pull yourself out of that? And A lot of women listening can relate to you right now.
3: Well, you know, and that was like the whole thing is that morning I had bought tickets to go see Brittany. She um, had, you know, I was in California, living in California, and I was actually going, uh, it, it was too far for me to drive to go see her. So I, that morning I bought the tickets, that night I said I couldn't make it. It was just the, that emptiness was horrible. And I said, why am I here? Really? What was keeping me there? And I decided to move. So I still wanted to give her her identity by her being by herself, you know, there's being in a different state, but I wanted to be close enough that I could, if I was having that feeling, I could just drive to her and just see her, get my hug, you know, a few minutes and then I get like my Britney dose. And so I decided it's time to build my wealth. I didn't. Have any retirement, and I said, This is it. This is the time for me to go build my wealth, give it 200 plus percent, and be able to do it. Jackson, Mississippi, happened to be the area that I could get great returns on my investment and only be three hours away from her. Now, keep in mind, at this time I was working retail, Mm -hmm. I was doing some flips with, um, I was learning how to do flips, but I was driving three hours to work and four hours, sometimes and three to four hours coming back because California traffic was so bad. So three hours to drive to her was nothing, nothing for me. So I said, okay, Jackson's it, I prices are good, rents are high, returns are great and three hours away. So, and just knowing it, it makes humongous difference. Just knowing that I could jump in the car and go see her, that feeling helped. It was so much better versus what you're talking about. You know, you left your daughter in Virginia. Knowing that you can't just get in the car, it Mm -hmm. it just made it worse. Mm -hmm. So I set off to go to Jackson, Mississippi. In two weeks, I was on the road. I had bought a 24-foot enclosed trailer. And literally, everything that could have happened to me on that trip happened. I got two flat tires, the trailer blowouts and the trailer, the trailer was too packed. I could, they, we couldn't get a normal tow truck to lift it on the freeway. So we had to get a specialty semi tow truck to lift it. So, you know, I guess I don't know how to do things on a small scale. Everything had to be grand, including a up. So I am, um, you know, I have two, one in New Mexico and one in Texas. And But I was still excited. I had a new purpose. I had a mission. I was going to go build my wealth. My goal was I was going to go buy 60 houses in the first four years. Then I was going to concentrate on paying those houses off. And that's it. I was going to retire. I had talked to an investor that was in Jackson, Mississippi, and she sounded great. She was gonna owner finance me a home, because mind you, I'm on a very limited budget. Mm -hmm. She was gonna finance me a home, and I thought, oh my gosh, she's so good. We're gonna be friends. She's gonna be my best friend. I have someone I know there. I was gonna help her. I mean, everything seemed perfect. So I'm talking to her the whole ride to Mississippi. Up until the time I get to actually Jackson, Mississippi. I get to Mississippi and she disappears, does not return my calls, nowhere to be found. So, you know, you start thinking, I think as women, we just kind of start imagining things. And at first it was okay, her phone went dead. The next she dropped her phone on the toilet, she didn't put rice on it. All these like ideas kept coming to my head. Next day, so I stayed at an okay motel room. Next day, I quickly realized this lady is not calling me back. And now the two blowouts uh, really took away a lot of my funds. And I'm in a new town that I don't know. Mine also had a foreclosure on my record. Um, I had a, div- well, not the divorce was not final at that time. A bankruptcy on my record. No job in a town that I don't know anyone. So literally mm-hmm. everything was just not looking good in my favor. So I had to go, I'm, I'm thinking, okay, I have to start from scratch. I'm going to go stay at the cheapest motel I can find. Oh my gosh. And you get what you paid for. It was yes. beyond horrid, bed bugs, all this horrible. So mm-hmm. I chose not to sleep in this room. I slept in the car and somehow between being so completely excited, gung ho, I lost focus. I got into a pity me party and I don't, I can't tell you when I lost it until there was one night I was sleeping in the back of the car and there was a fight that broke out. So I look up and, you know, I wanted to see what's going on. And then all of a sudden I hear gunshots. So like my life kind of flashed before me and I realized, what am I doing? What is it? I just couldn't comprehend. And my mental thought at that moment was just not good either. My thoughts were not positive. with Nothing was going good. The next morning I wake up and I thought, mm, I'm in the pity me party and nobody's in this party, just me in here. So I knew I had to do something to just get me back on track. And I went and I got a rescue dog, Mr. B, best dog ever. I got him that day and, you know, still slept in the car because I'm limited on funds. Within three days, I found two people that were willing to or finance me a house. And keep in mind, I'm, I'm now hitting the pavement, calling anyone that's willing to listen and being in front of anyone that was willing to listen, asking them, will you owner finance me a house? But by the way, I don't have any money. I don't have any credit. I don't have a job. Oh, and I have a foreclosure on my credit. Things were not good, but I was positive. Mm -hmm. Having now Mr. B, something I needed to, um, he already had had enough bad life and he didn't choose that life. But I made a choice and I had to choose whether I wanted to continue to live in that car or go do something with myself. And I chose to go do something. So that's what I did. And it's been uphill since that day. I finally got into my first property. I didn't know anything about real estate. I mean, and anything about fixing properties. I mean, I'm a, I'm a regular woman. I, I know you a hammer. I knew a screwdriver. But let's face it. If you have want to wanna hang that picture on that wall and you don't have a hammer, you know you're going to use your shoe. If your shoe works, you're going to use it. Mm-hmm. I'm that kind of woman. You do wit. Whatever it takes to get that picture on the wall. <laughs> so you know, we know we did it. But I had all these tools. I, I did have inherited tools from my stepdad. I've always had a fascination over tools, but I didn't even know what they were for. I brought them. They were in that trailer. So when I first got into the first house, it was it was completely outdated. Same 1950 carpet. Mm-hmm. The gentleman that owned it um, had had accidents in that carpet and Mr. B couldn't walk in that carpet. I mean, it was nasty. So first thing I did, took the carpet out. Mr. B will walk on concrete. It's, it's a lot better. But I learned. I taught myself how to fix a house. Pinterest gave, uh, gave me cheap ideas how to do it because I'm on a very limited budget. And YouTube, as the contractors were out there showing how to change an outlet, change a toilet, They brought their tools. Now I know what my tools were for because I had those tools. I just didn't know what they were for. So it was like great learning things that I needed to learn to be in this business. I'd rather have gone a different way, but I think they were all lessons that I had to learn, but it really has been nonstop since that day. And about two and a half years after this, I got to the point. I got to the 60 houses and I said, okay, I'm ready to go and retired. But I didn't want to. I didn't want to do it. And I figured out I'm going to go help. I'm going to go help the Vicky's that are still out there trying to find the people that are willing to help the people that have the drive. So that was my mission was to go and help 1 million Vickies. Okay, okay, Vicki, I'm stopping you right there because this is a really
1: good place to stop for us to take a break because everyone listening now, it, you have to remember, you, she just talked all about mindset. There was nothing she was handed. There was nothing different than any of us couldn't go out and do to hit the pavement, start making phone calls, and start trying to find people. It's about mindset. So when we get back with Vicki in two minutes, we're going to talk a little bit about, about now what her mission is so that she can go help women. That may be in that or men that may be in that same situation. So stay with us. We'll be back in two minutes.
2: Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television. Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business and more on demand 24 seven.
1: If you could do anything you wanted for work, what would that be? Do you feel that you are tapping into your greatest potential as a leader in business? What are you waiting for? Lead Up For Women is the perfect organization for you to meet other women that are either at the same crossroads and understand your struggles, or they have paved the way for you to move past those hurdles quickly. Lead Up For Women provides the platform for women to connect, influence, and lead. The world needs you to be the most confident you because you just might be the one that changes the world and you don't even know it yet. Remember, there is only one you that has ever been and there is only one you that will ever be. So be you and be strong. Join us today at leadupforwomen.com.
0: It's your world. Motivate, change, succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Listening to Lead Up for Women. Speak up to Lead Up. To reach the show today, please call 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. You may also send an email to info at leadupforwomen.com. Now, back to this week's show.
1: Hello, listeners, and welcome back to Lead Up for Women Speak Up to Lead Up. I'm your host, Colleen Biggs, and if you've been listening, we have been talking with the amazing Vicki Shatini, and and she was just sharing her story about how she um, had become homeless and chose to start sleeping in her car and rescued a dog and um, started hitting the pavement and making phone calls with no job, no credit, no money, and found an investor to help her and... um, and how she learned from Pinterest, YouTube. So you don't have to have any skills. I think that's what we're saying here. You have to have zero skills. She didn't even know what any of the tools were that she had in her toolbox. She just watched and learned as people would come out and work on the home. She watched and learned what they did. Laura's shaking her head, so I'm assuming that Laura has done the same thing on fixing up her, her Airbnb. So, Vicki, you said once you had gotten to your goal of 60 Homes you wanted to then turn and put your focus on how could you help others you're thinking you know there could probably be some other people that are going through what i went through maybe not to the degree but you're wanting to give them the financial freedom to be able to invest in real estate and and help them down that path so that they have the the help, the course, the whatever it is. Tell us how you now turn, when you turned your focus, what what are you doing now?
3: Exactly, and that was the main thing is, I mean, I really, when I started, I didn't have much going for me, let's be honest. I, you know, I, I named no credit, no money. No. By the way, by the time I got into that first house, I was down to $478 and the water company wanted 154 deposit. The light wanted 200. Water company, I had to pay right away. Light company, I had to, they were willing to build me. So really the stuff, the other stuff I had in my trailer, because I'm, I'm very patriotic. So I, I had a lot of um, armed forces, patriotism, collectibles that really I sold on eBay. eBay was paying for my food, my utilities, and mm-hmm. my materials for this house. So I really got creative on how to survive and mm-hmm. how to get ahead. So that's when I finally reached my goal and I didn't want to retire. And I said, there's other Vickys out there. There's other mm-hmm. Vickys that are willing to do wit." And that's what I always say. Do whatever it takes, do with. And someone gave me a chance. I actually had two people that gave me the chance. Mm-hmm. I, you know, within three days, think I didn't have much going and they saw something in me that nobody else saw, mm-hmm. I got hung up on. I got left. I mean, everything that you can imagine, it happened, and I want to be that that person to someone else. Or they might not be living in the back of their ha- their their car, but they're struggling. You know, do do they have four hundred seventy eight dollars? Do they have thousand dollars? Yes, they will probably have that, but we they don't have. You know, when you go to these big events, you're looking at thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars and most people don't have that. So mm-hmm. how are you gonna get it? What are the resources that you have to learn and get and be creative? This is the part that I, I did really, really good at. Number one, I, I did great at networking and networking is one of the key factors. So I the three big things you need is mindset, the right mindset. You need to network. And you need to be creative. The rest is easy. You need to be have the drive, obviously. But um, that's what I concentrate. So when I started, I decided, you know what? I'm going to go find the Vickys of the world and I'm going to help a million of them. And I started, you know, going and speaking at other people's events. One of the events, the very first one, the information that was being taught, it was a little bit outdated. And I thought, at first I thought, Oh, maybe that worked back in the days, but not sure. Mm -hmm. And then I'm I'm thinking, well, maybe it's because we're in a different state. It turned out he hadn't invested in like 10, 15 years. So that could have been why he was a little bit outdated. Mm -hmm. Second person, I go and I'm speaking and he starts saying, um, talking about passive income. And but the returns were so little and no. the formula he taught, it was really no um, padding. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking, okay, why are you telling people that that this return is good with no padding? Because the minute they have one work order, they're going to be in the negative for the year. Mm -hmm. So I start again, here's Vicky snooping again. And I, I came to the realization that this, he didn't even own his own house. He didn't even have not a one rental. So he's out there teaching rentals and doesn't even have one. Any, yeah. yeah. So I thought, oh, my gosh, why am I here? Now people are going to think that I'm a fake just like him. And I, And I decided to go and launch myself. I said, I'm not going to go and speak on behalf of anyone else because yeah. I, I don't know them. I don't know them and I don't want to give myself a bad name. So I want to teach people the truth. There's a lot of business out there. You don't need that formula. That formula is horrible and you're going to lose money. Yeah. And if the only deals you're finding is with that formula, then you need to just go to a different area. Mm -hmm. Do not, that's too risky for you. So that's what I'm doing is I'm out there teaching people how to do it, Mm -hmm. be creative. And I think that's where women were really good at is if your child, if you ever had a struggle in life and your child was going on a field trip and you didn't have the funds or they got into sports and you didn't have the funds for the uniform, um, you got creative. You got mm-hmm. creative and you found the funds. Yeah, You moved mountains to make sure your child went on that field trip, to make sure yeah. your child had that uniform. But for some reason, we don't do it for ourselves. And I think that's, The one thing we just think, if this is my child, I would definitely be getting it. That's what you need to do. Mm -hmm. I love that message. Thank you so much.
1: It's wit. Do whatever it takes, right? That's right. Wit. You are the example, uh, the driving example of do whatever it takes. So so talk to us a little bit about if someone wanted to bring you into their company for you to come and speak, um, or if... um, you, do you have workshops that you're putting on? Give us a little dose of how someone, A, can reach you, uh, and B, are you, are you regularly putting on events where somebody can come in and partake in that? How does, how does that work for you? How are you getting your message out?
3: You? Yes, so I do go and speak at a, a lot of different events. Uh, if you are interested in having me come and speak, you can always contact me at info. At Vicky Schettini, V-I-C-K-Y-S-C-H-E-T-T-I-N-I.com. I I am having deal in hand event. This is where I teach. It's um, a workshop event. Mm -hmm. You know, none of my events, workshops, you are usually working. And my idea is when people go to events, they get brain overload. They go Mm -hmm. home, they're excited, but they go home and they don't know where to start. Because right. it's too much, right? Yeah. So at my events, I usually you're gonna be working because mm-hmm. I want you to do it at the event. Mm-hmm. That way when you go home, you already did it. You just have to duplicate. Mm-hmm. So the deal in hand event is where I show you how I got deals. My mm-hmm. first 20 deals with real owner financing. I even mm-hmm. show you how I did it. So and you're putting in offers. You're putting out offers so that the only thing you have to do is go home and duplicate what you just did at the event. That's it. That's, That's all you perfect. have to
1: do. And they can reach you online at Vicky. So it's V-I-C-K-Y, S C H E T T I N I schettin com. Yes. Okay? So you can reach her online um, or info at com, And that information we'll put on. Facebook as well. And then um, when are you speaking? Which room are you speaking out of the Best You Expo in March? On the 20th or the 21st?
3: I am speaking on the 20th at noon. I got an email about the 21st too, but I will put all the information below. It's the main, uh, one of the main rooms and I don't have the information. Yep. And I'll put on the link also below because I will be in Atlanta at the end of this month for the deal in hand event. And anyone, I am also giving free uh, ebook, 10 Mistakes in Real Estate. If you send do wit to 66866, and I'll put it down below.
1: Okay. So it's do wit to 86866. Is that correct? Oh, I'm sorry. I did it backwards. 66866. Six, 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 eight, six, six. Okay. All one word. Do it. Text do wit D O W I T to six, six, eight, six, six. Is that correct? Yep. Yep. And I'll put it in below. Well, Vicki and Laura, thank you so much. I'm looking forward to seeing both of you at the Best You Expo and Vicki meeting you for the first time in person and giving you a huge hug for sure. And um, your accomplishments are just amazing. You own uh, you know, over 100 single family rentals now and four apartment complexes. So um, I want everyone to remember what she said because the great lesson for today is, If you have the mindset and the drive, you can move mountains. Um, You just have to believe that you can. You have to believe that it's possible. And she could still be in that car today. She could still be sitting with Mr. B., and not have built the empire she built. But her purpose was to learn from all that had happened to her on how she was going to pick herself up and move on and do what she did. And now she's out there teaching others so that they too can have the financial freedom. So Vicki, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for everything that you do for women and men out there. Laura, thank you for teaching people to listen to their, their inner selves and for them to uh, be able to tap into their their greatest, uh, potential in their intuition. So thank you again. And you guys, uh, are definitely, uh, of what Lead Up for Women stands for, for sure. And I want to thank you for that. And we also have events coming up. Uh, February is, um, February 6th through the 9th is our first sanctuary event here in Arizona, in Scottsdale, Arizona. Anyone interested in that, I will put the information in the comment section. Uh, That is going to definitely be uh, any woman who has a burning desire to live their life without asking permission. I'm about showing up. Stop asking permission for anyone else to grant it to you because you have the permission to grant your own permission on how you live your life and it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks because it's none of your freaking business anyway because it's all of their own insecurities and that's just the way it works so remember that you are the only you that's ever been and you are the only you that will ever be that's it so how you pioneer your future is so important don't wait for somebody else the world needs you at your best so i say be you be strong and be different Because we're not meant to blend in. We are meant to stand out. And next week, we have Jesse and Tessa with a Medi luxury luggage. They made the first women's luggage by women. I love it because I've traveled forever and there's never good luggage out there for women. And we also have Tiffany Hall and she created Empowered Cocktails, cocktails for women. And she's also an attorney. I cannot wait to interview her. It's gonna be an amazing, amazing day. So everyone have a blessed week and we will see you next Wednesday on, what is that? The 22nd at 11 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. So for now, be you and be strong. Bye everybody. Hi. Thank
3: you.
0: Thank you for joining us for Lead Up for Women. Speak up to lead up. Be sure to tune in for another edition featuring your host, Colleen Biggs, next Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll talk more next week.